This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, Al says we're good, so then we say go. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, Al? I just went to the bathroom here at WFAN, and there's two urinals. Yeah. And then there's two stalls. Uh, at one of the urinals was DA from the DA show. Right. So then I took the other urinal. I didn't really have to go to the bathroom, but I wanted to go to the bathroom. But because there was someone next to me, I couldn't release for whatever reason. Urination? Yeah. So I was like, ah, it's just, you know, DA, you know, was there. So Boomer comes in. And I'm like, oh. So he's he's got a hand on each DA oh, and Jesus. I pushing us towards the urinals, oh, like as a jo- as a hilarious joke. So then my body just quit, no peeing. So I didn't pee. I peed a couple drips. <laughs> then <laughs> I feel like I got to wash my hands because DA's washing his hands, right? Yeah. Even though I didn't really do anything. So we have soft soap containers, mm-hmm. uh, regular like you would have at your home in the bathroom, yeah, except that they're watered down. Yeah, they're watered down. So what happens when you hit it? <laughs> you get it you shot look, me right in where I would have peed peed on myself in your pants. So now I've got soap and I didn't get to pee. So you look like you've peed your pants. Correct. You have to go and haven't. Yeah. And now you're stuck here for the next twenty minutes. And it's soap, so who knows if it's going to dry properly? That's true. It'll be slippery down there. It's terrible, Jerry. You know what you have? What? <laughs> you have a very natural lube. <laughs> yes. You're right. Why did they water down our soaps? Save money. It's brilliant, actually. I don't like it. No, but 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 the pump is made for the the gelish type of yeah, soap. That's why when you water it down, it squirts out. It squirts all the way out, <laughs> right onto your pants. Yeah, it was really embarrassing. So you just had quite the experience. Yeah, and then Boomer started talking to me about the Knicks in the bathroom. I was like, I don't care care about the Knicks. Yes, I know that, or any other sport. <laughs> uh, Jerry, are you aware of uh, that the Red Hot Chili Peppers have a new song yet? Yes, I've heard. Uh, well, they got a couple that have been released in the oh, last couple right? weeks. Yeah, yeah, I like the latest one. It's kind of funky. Poster Child? Yeah, uh, that might be it. Well, I think Black I... Sunday or Black Summer is one. That was oh, the yeah, first Black one Summer. they released. No, it's weird. I didn't see that on Spotify. I, yeah. I I went to their Spotify to see if a full album was out yet. Yeah. It's not. And the last single out there is called Poster Child. That might be it. It's funky. Um, Their last album was 2016. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's six years ago, Jerry. Yeah, that was Do Monarchy of Roses. What's it called? I don't know what the disc was called, but Monarchy of Roses was yeah. their 
quote unquote hit, if that's what it was. It didn't do great. Yeah, I don't recall that. They being had a, on well, the radio. they had a couple of good songs on it. The rest of the album didn't do much. Yeah. And I saw we went to their concert that year. We went to the. Uh, Did they play a lot the of the new tour. record? Not a not a ton. Couple. They played. They they're great. I mean, if they give you twenty songs, they might have given you five new ones, but they also give you fifteen that you can jam to. Right. So really good. And All right, the, so you'll take and that. Of the five new ones, two of them I knew because I had the I had the songs already. Perfect. So those three songs you were like, eh. I want to go eh. see them. And I know people will tell me go see them in Philly because it's cheaper than MetLife Stadium, which it is. But it's not like the tickets are 30 bucks in Philly. Right. I cannot get over the price of concerts. Yeah, it is really anything. gone insane. It's the, beyond insane. It's a, it's no different than like people always complain about sports tickets here on FAN, right? But the concert tickets are. I think concert tickets are more. They are more, but there's less, and because there's less true. of them, you can actually almost see That's at true. least, like, you know, with the, even a football tickets, there's eight eight home games or nine home games. Yeah. Where if uh, Chili Peppers come around you want to see them, they might be playing one night. You're right. Now, we're lucky in that we've got a couple of venues around here, and Philly's not far, but it's not easy. It's right, you got the Garden, you got um, the uh well, They're playing the stadium, so I don't Center, think they're playing arenas. Life. Is arenas. that right? They played Prudential Center in 16. That's where we went and saw them. I believe they're playing MetLife Stadium, Citizens Bank Ballpark, Fenway Park. I don't think they're playing arenas this time around. I, I don't see Madison Square Garden on that list. I wonder who they're playing with. I don't know the Chili Peppers. Oh, I saw the list. They're a lot of stadium uh, by themselves. Yeah, no, no, I saw the list. You actually will know. A, they have a, it's a rotation of opening acts. Oh, okay. And some of them you know, some of them you don't. So the Red Hot Chili Peppers at MetLife Stadium are playing with who? Was that like an August show, a little summer action? Uh, Yeah, that's in August, actually. Uh, let's see, 2022 tour dates, because it comes right up when you... Let's see, here we go. 2022 tour, blah, 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 blah. Um, they are playing with... See, why can't you find it, like, real quick? When I you know, it's a, always when I look for opening acts, I can never find it. All right, with ASAP Rocky and Thundercat. That's one of the – I don't know who they are. Now, they're in Europe right now playing with those guys. When they come here, which is not until I think – so, boy, I tell you, they don't come over here until I think – uh, I don't know if it's ASAP Rocky or ASAP, yeah, how no, you I, said it, but he's a rapper, I believe. Oh, is he? I believe so. I could see that. That makes sense. They're still in Germany in July. So, so Denver is their first U.S. date, and that is July 23rd. That's with Ham? Ham. <laughs> Heim. Heim and Thundercat. Beck and Thundercat. That's in Santa Clara. I really wanted to see them in L.A. Because that's where they're from, and that would be awesome. The Strokes. Thundercat seems like they're with them for a lot of this. Yeah. Then it's the Strokes and King Princess. Then the Strokes and Thundercat again. We get here at MetLife Stadium the Strokes and Thundercat. Then they're playing Soldier Field. I can't imagine. I can't believe the Red Hot Chili Peppers can sell out a stadium. I guess. I don't I can't know. believe that. I'll tell you this. Looking at the MetLife Stadium tickets, there are tickets available. There's not a ton of them, and they're expensive as F. Yeah. Like, they're really expensive. That's shocking to me. Hard Rock Stadium. Yeah, the Strokes and Thundercat are with them for the, it looks like, the, the majority. Thundercat. Oh, yeah. I got to look at this Thundercat. I don't know anything about Thundercat, Jerry. Thunder. Oh, this would be fun. September 18th, AT&T. No, I'm sorry. Globe Life Field in Arlington across from AT&T Stadium. That would be cool. Go to Texas. Who's playing that? ASAP Rocky and that's Thundercat? the Strokes and Thundercat. Strokes and Thundercat. All yeah, right. ASAP is uh, gone early. It looks like once they come to the states, they're gone. I watched on uh, Netflix. 
there's a documentary series about Kanye West called Genius. I know. I wanted to see it. I haven't seen it yet. It's very interesting. So I watched the first episode, and I think it moves slow, yeah. which I'm not thrilled with. But it's very interesting in how they did it, that this guy just started following around Kanye before he was a rapper. But Kanye was well, a producer. Okay, so he he had... This this picks it up after he produced H to the Izzo for Jay-Z, which was a huge record. Yeah. So he was known in the rap world, but as a producer, as somebody who made beats, somebody who, who made beats for other artists, and all these artists would come around uh, and giving him uh, and wanting beats from him for their records. And uh, so this guy who used to do like a public access show about rappers in Chicago decided he was just going to follow. He yep. thought Kanye had something. Yeah, sure. Thought he was going to follow him around. And it's really interesting because it's at the point in the very first episode, it's it's Kanye wanting to get a record deal for himself. Mm -hmm. And they make it as if no one's taking him seriously because he's known as a producer, mm -hmm. and somebody who makes beats. And some would say they wanted him to not be a rapper himself because they wanted the, the other artists wanted to have the best beats, Jerry. Yeah, sure. If I'm explaining this properly, I'm sure I'm not. Um, but it's really interesting to see him being a normal person. He seems very normal in I'm this. I'm sure he was. His mother seems so sweet. His mother's given him raps. And I don't understand what where, happens. Yeah, what money happens? and fame. Have you you ever see Dennis Rodman? Yes. When he was twenty two years old, very normal. A lot of these guys make a crap ton of money and they lose their minds. They just do. Yeah, and you don't know, like, oh, is it an act what they're doing now? Wouldn't shock me. And some of it, I think, is same with Dennis Rodman. That's a great. That's a great example. Dennis a, Rodman was a very normal, a hell of a basketball player, and a normal kid. And then they started winning. He started making money and fame, and the tattoos and the dress and Madonna. It's like, what the hell happened to this guy? Tattooing his nose, his eyes, his ears, his like. Okay, not tattooing. I'm sorry, getting the rings. Yeah, like just nuts. I'm looking at it going, if this Kanye here that I'm watching could see this Kanye now, like, would he like him? Uh, uh, Kim Kardashian, or was married to Kim Kardashian, has children with Kim sure. Kardashian. It just is, it seems so, like, completely different people. Yep. And he's working on, now, I only know the Kanye songs that were super popular. Right. Like too, uh, I don't know his... Gold Digger yeah. and like I, the really popular ones. But in this documentary, he's like working on his first album, which I think was called uh, College Dropout. Right. That's the sweatshirt we were talking about last week that Sal wears. Yeah. And there's a, I looked at the record. There's a ton of songs on it. But I'm now interested to maybe on one ride in one of these mornings, I'm going to listen to College Dropout. Because I get some perspective on it now mm -hmm. watching this thing. Well, and it's fascinating, too. That's what I said to G. Because we talked about this on Friday, I think, or maybe Thursday. I forget. The one Kanye those, documentary? Yeah. One of those days we talked about it. And it's it's amazingly wild, the story. Yeah. 
and I do want to watch it. I haven't had time yet, but I will. But the question I would have, too, is how many of these guys have done this with other artists that have turned out to be nothing? Right. This guy, right place, right time, pick the right guy. Because I'm sure there are thousands of very talented people out there that haven't gotten that record deal, that have just moved on with their life. And I'm sure someone at some point was following them around clubs thinking, I got the next one. I got the next big Right. Well, it's like that, like when they, I always think of Jim Carrey, right? So Jim Carrey talks about when he was younger, or ours is starting as a stand-up comic, he wrote himself a check for $10 million mm-hmm. and po- post-dated yeah. it, you know. You know how many people probably did that yes. after that? And Millions. The, the check is still sitting there, right. not cashable. And they haven't gotten to 10000 let alone $10 million. Right. Absolutely. It's like, but that's also... When the super successful person gives you the whole spiel, you know, you can do anything you set your mind to. Not true. Because if I give that spiel to a classroom full of kids and they all are heart, their hearts are set on becoming the president of the United States, well, statistically, that doesn't work. Right. And you're all not going to be the president of the United States. You know, that's, it's a great hope and dream to have. It's not going to work out for a lot of people. Right. But for the ones that does, you look at hard work and drive, and, you know, I think we're good examples of that. But I also know that sports in in our world, yeah, that this field has become immensely popular and that colleges all over this country are offering this as a major. Yes, which sports means broadcasting. There are tens of thousands of kids that graduate every couple of years. I don't even know how many a year. It's a lot. That graduate with a graduate with a degree to come do this. How many jobs are there? Not many. Not many. So you're going to have tens of thousands of disappointed people. Doesn't mean you stop trying. But my goodness, good luck. Yeah, it's really hard. One of the other things uh, in this documentary, Kanye has an apartment in Newark. Okay. And he's always got all these people over, and he's blasting beats for them. I just keep thinking of his neighbors, like, "Oh my gosh, imagine your neighbor!" Shut up! <laughs> I know. But then also to be like, you know, Kanye West lived right next door here to me. But some of those people might still be there. Yes. Who knows? The other funny thing in there too is uh, how uh, there's some like rappers in there that he's trying to get you know approval from and yeah. stuff that are no longer like relevant. So it's funny to see how arrogant some of those guys are. Mm. And now it's like, now this guy's way more popular than Blue you. Blew right by them. Blew right by them. Anybody of note that you remember? No, I just, there was a bunch of rappers that I hadn't heard of. Not that I'm into hip hop and stuff, but there were other guys that I had heard of. And, yeah, yeah. And, and it's also interesting to see how, like, a, a top rapper at the time, I can't remember his name, listened to Kanye rapping. And really liked it and, like, was really into this one song in particular. Mm -hmm. And how that meant so much to Kanye hearing that as a young guy who wanted to be a rapper to hear it from a a well-respected rapper. It's inspiring when you get good feedback. Yeah. Makes you want to do more and better as opposed to knocking you down. But his mom, his mom was so cute in this thing. How she's so proud of him. And how she's she was try, she's like oh I wrote down some raps and he starts rapping them the yeah. stuff his mom wrote. Well, but this night it's this, nice. Remember the Biggie movie or documentary? I don't remember if it yeah. was a movie or documentary. I think it was a movie. 
And his mom portrayed. Remember, you saw it. I did. I don't re- remember. Like it. His mom was portrayed as the sweetest thing. Yeah, and had a it did. She had a great relationship with her son for sure. But as he got further along in this, the lies, the I don't manipulation is not the right word, but he just he he consistently was just misleading to her. And she thought what he was doing, and he was doing another thing, and he was running oh, with yes. the wrong yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. And she was such a sweet lady, and yet it's your mom, and he's lying right to her face. And then all the stuff starts, and then you know how the story sadly ends, of course. But it's like all she wanted was the best for her kid and wanted her to stay away from a certain area, and yet he would he was drawn to that area because he wanted to. It's just crushing if you're a parent, what I always tell you. I trust my kid. How do you know? Yeah, you don't know. You don't know. They sit there and they look right in your eyes and they're lying to you. It's terrible. I mean, you know, I'm sure we all lied to our parents at some point. Some are bigger than others, but it's hard, especially when you're especially a single parent. That's I don't know if Kanye West was, but I think in Biggie's case, he was right. She, we, yeah, I don't see his dad in this so far, and so his mom's his mom. living uh, by herself. It's really hard, man. It's tough. And the guy who's filming all this is a guy named, I believe his name is Cootie. Oh, not Tom Izzo? Not Tom Izzo. <laughs> Cootie, uh, okay. Uh, Tom Izzo is our Cootie. <laughs> so imagine you're this guy and you film all these hours of Kanye. And then he does hit it big with mm-hmm. that first record. Then the second record. Yeah. What took them so long to no put idea. this out? I I really, I got to Google that. Because he's been. Maybe someone knows. He's been popular for a long, long time now. time. I don't know why you would wait this long. I don't know. As soon as that first record. But is that any different than us saying why Paul, McCart- why Paul McCartney and uh, Ringo Starr waited so long to release all the video of theirs? What the hell are we waiting for? We're knocking on death's door? Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I don't get it either. I would have been as soon like, as that guy got, as soon as Kanye got a record deal, I'd be like, let's put this. Let me ask you this. As popular as these two are right now, these two documents, the, the Beatles one is you know here yeah. and gone, but that was pretty popular, Very popular for a while. And this Kanye West one have, has people talking. Why not release it during the pandemic when people were dying for content? Yeah. Why not? I don't know. I mean, we would have have talked about it every morning like we did that stupid Tiger thing. Right, Tiger King. I mean, good God. You know, you talk about hitting when the the fire's hot. They did. If you're the Beatle, if you're McCartney and and Star or you're Cootie, I don't know what you're waiting for. Yeah. The other interesting thing about it, too, is how important media was back then as opposed to now yeah now you're like, your own media like he was so excited that mtv first look was gonna film him yeah of course and they were gonna do like legitimately a 30 second piece on hey this guy's you know him as the producer of this he's gonna put out a record for sure oh my god all he did was walk around and tell people yeah mtv's gonna film me and what's funny is other people seeing him with, with the camera go oh is this you still doing this documentary thing <laughs> right you wasted. What are you doing, man? Go to school. But I was also a time too where people weren't. Everyone that wasn't walking around with a camera. So this guy had like right a gigantic an actual yes. camera. Yes, I know that he was walking around filming. Yeah, no, the whole thing is pretty wild. Actually, yeah, it really is. It he, is. He's almost nerdy, like. Uh, How were they friends? Just from school, like were they friends? No. Um. So, uh, this guy, so Kanye was from Chicago, where a lot of it was rappers. It was either East Coast, West Coast, and he was in the uh, middle. And they had this group of Chicago rappers that that uh, people thought could be another scene, right? And this guy had like a public access show that he just started himself, mm. 
and would get big name rappers, not only the local Chicago guys, but when Run DMC came through, when uh, uh, I don't know if he had Jay Z on, but whenever uh, rappers would come through Chicago, I guess this guy had a name in the rap community as somebody who who gave press to rappers. Yeah. So he just started doing Probably that. Probably in a time when they didn't get a lot of press. Right. And then Kanye decided he was going to go to New York to try to hit it big. And this guy was like, I got nothing going on. I'll follow you. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. And all this footage. Yeah. But like even at the start, Kanye's driving a Mercedes. Like he, he does have, he did make money from the being producing. a producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But he was very behind the scenes. It's really interesting. Like he would even show you like some of the albums where his name was on the album, like the tiniest print on yeah. the bottom. <laughs> I look forward, and it was Kanye West. It was Kanye West. Yeah. I look forward to watching. I don't, you know, what I got I need to do is I need to download it to the phone so I can watch it on one of the plane, you know, one of the flights coming up. Yeah, that's what I need to do. And you and I have started our diets today. Yes, Jerry. I have a cramp. You do? My belly's cramping. I don't. Why? I don't know. What did you not eat so far? Stella Dory cookies. That's it? You don't have a cramp from that. I've eaten three hard-boiled eggs, uh, plain Greek yogurt, and celery. I had two uh, tablespoons of hummus. 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 I got hummus on my uh, yeah. lunch thing today. I don't know what I'm doing the rest of the day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, oh, and I didn't eat my granola bar. Yeah, oh, that's true. But you shouldn't have a cramp. You didn't do anything yet. If you told me on Friday you weren't feeling well, okay. This has just started. Jerry, my body's fighting back. From what? It's rebelling. No, it's not. It's not like you had 17 ounces of steak this morning. I um, I weighed in for myself mm-hmm. at 166. Yep, I was a fat 202. The most I've ever weighed is set 170. Okay, most I ever weighed was a 202. <laughs> <laughs> so you're at your peak. I'm, yes, I'm at my heaviest right now. The lowest I've ever weighed that you've known me is 143. Oh, okay. Which is very that's sickly. quite light. That was sickly. Quite light. I'm going for I'm going for 150 to 155 is okay. what I would like. I don't know if I'm going to get I'd like there. 170. 170. I have a lot more weight to lose than you. All right. We'll see. Right, we'll Jim. see. We will see. We will see. Hopefully by tomorrow at this time the diet's still going. <laughs> I will say this. In in beginning to look at labels as people yes. do, the the packaging, um, incredibly confusing. Yeah, the packaging keywords that they use to sell you on the marketing of the product. Oh, absolutely. Versus what the nutritional label is. Yeah, what it really is. Yeah, You're exactly right. It's completely different. Who's here? Craig. Oh. Hey, Spank. Oh, What's up? How we doing? Hey, mm. good to see you there, pal. He was very kind to me, by the way. How so? I was told. Um, don't put the mic on in there. We can't hear you. No, he's putting the mic on so he can come in here. Oh, that's fine. Uh, well, because the Indiana game winning, well, the go-ahead shot. Oh, yeah. I completely agree with what he said. What did he say? It was okay. Well, it wasn't bad. Like, my call wasn't bad, but it was not great because I, the internal clock in my head was wrong. You thought it was the final shot of the game. I did. Yeah. I mean, but I've done this not. 17 years. I'm pretty good with the time. Yeah. I swear to God, they stopped the clock, but whatever. But I thought he was very kind to me. Because mm. I thought he was going to bury me for it. I'm always kind to you. I'm not saying you're not. Yeah. But when you w- say... It wasn't for... the greatest call, but it was good. But it was fine. Yeah. It wasn't terrible. Yeah, because it's clear you thought it was going to be fine. 100%. Yeah. 
I thought he released it with three seconds to go. I look at how the how the hell is there two seconds left still? Yeah. It took longer than a I second. I sometimes wonder when I listen to you do moments like that where he's like, with six and five, and I'm like, my I got like twenty seconds ready. And, like, <laughs> and now there's three. And then now there's no, two. No, and no, here's no. the shot. No, no, no. But uh your boys got in the they're in the tournament now. They sure as hell better be. Yeah, good for you. Number About four time, seat right? in the Big Ten tournament. Let's go. You coming out there? You gonna do a show from there on uh, Friday? Who do they play Friday? Either Iowa, Northwestern, Home? or Nebraska. At the Jersey Mike Center? Indianapolis. <laughs> no. New and Evan. Although no Al and I had a great time. Hello. In Indianapolis yeah, for I the Super Indianapolis. Bowl. Remember we had the uh, the straight edge shaves, which were oh, yeah. not good? They did a terrible job. They did with not the do a good shaves. job on that. Mm. Yes. Old but, time um, uh, barbershop in downtown yeah. Indianapolis. Yep. You we had fun, do. though. Yeah, I still had stubble on my head. Right. It was like, it was like a rash, and yeah, the guy, yeah. the blade wasn't, you know, that sounds I don't terrible. know, hello. That was not I don't good. know what it was, really. But mm. Al and I went to an old-school, straight-edge uh, barbershop. Yeah. It was awesome. Good times. They right. had beards and everything. I think you and Evan should hit a, make a road trip and do some no. shows from out there. No, we're good. No. We're good. Stop at presidential childhood homes. That would be nice. <laughs> Probably. I'm good. I'm good. So right. I, that, it didn't sound like it went well this morning, as far as the full-on support of... Well, I think you know, the problem charity. was the fact that no <laughs> so, one knew. Yeah, okay. no one knew. We were yeah, not aware. Nothing, I agree, because we're not ready yet. I know, but you're, you've included us in the planning. Well, yeah, because the way I view it is, if we're going to do a, if ultimately we're going to do an, an event, and it's like a station event, it's just not a Carton and Roberts event, the way I view it, yeah, you guys, in my opinion, should be at least invited, and then you make a decision if you want to come or not, but we're a day or two premature from having it all locked down. Now, I've been talking about it a lot on the show, but it's not locked in 100% yet. Got it. But you, that being said, I hope you come. Do you have celebrities uh, that you're you're uh, going to hope for? Yeah, I, I haven't called anyone yet. Once they tell me it's a lock, we're good to go, then we'll make the prerequisite celebrity calls. All right. Yes. And you know the people. Constantine. <laughs> he actually reached out to me. Hey, I heard there's a softball game. Yeah. Joe Piscopo. Uh, Joe, I don't know if Joe gets around much anymore these days. I've seen him doing some uh, Jared Hall commercials on TV. Joe I can Piscopo's... say who I'm not inviting to the game. Who? Wally Zerbia. Because <laughs> I don't want to be bored. Right. I want to have a good time and be Jeez. entertained while I'm at the game. Okay. And I can't have him there because he's so boring. He's kind but of boring. Wally. Yeah. Well, plus, you might have another kid while we're sitting there. Right. That was you a know. wild story. <laughs> yeah. You never know. So, hey, good for him. Hide hey, all good the women and children. <laughs> hey, good for you. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah, that's what you need. Nine kids. We heard you have a WAG Wednesday coming up. Kelly Stafford. Yeah. Yeah. That's Next a real Wednesday, wag. right? Uh, not, two weeks, the twenty third. Okay, that's a real. One who got her? Tommy or you? Let's just give Tommy the credit for. All it. right. Yeah. I told you he was hesitant to give Tommy the credit. Is that right? Well, one of my closest friends owns the podcast that she does. Oh, did yeah. he at least make the call or the text? I told him what to do, and he was struggling. And he dawned on him that I was telling him who to call because I'm friendly with uh-huh. the owner of it. But yeah, Kelly Stafford in two weeks. This week we have a former. Uh, uh, well, how would you call it? Um, adult entertainment star. Oh. Who's she... also slept with a lot of athletes. A lot of athletes. What yeah. is her name? Do you know? I forget. Of it. <laughs> Lynn something Lynn? So then Tommy reaches out to these women? Yeah. Someone just, you, <laughs> oh, hi. I'd love to you, see you the video Dave that. It's so awkward. <laughs> Does he? Well, I would guess he DMs them first. Yeah, Although exactly. these women probably get a lot of DMs. So. They're happy to do it. They're happy to do it. He has not been told no a single time. Oh, really? I, be- I believe that. Now, to be fair... 
You know, people have, I think, a misperception or conception of what the show is because there's been one legitimate, maybe two, like, skanky, you know, whorish-type women. Oh, two okay. of them. All the other ones, like, we, we talked to a gal last week. She's a school teacher. Right. You know, Matt Reynolds' wife. Yeah, right. Like, most of the women that have come on have their own jobs, make their own money, support their guys when they're before they make it. We've had two skanks on, 100%. <laughs> but the show itself is really a promotion of uh, women's power. Right. Like yeah. like Matthew Stafford's wife. Like Kelly. Kelly Stafford. Yes. Yes. She goes into the good category. I would certainly hope so. We'll find out. I mean, she did date the backup quarterback at Georgia to get Matt's attention when he was blowing her off. Is that right? She did that. get a boob job mm -hmm. uh, without his permission. Not that a woman needs permission, of course. Without his blessing, mm -hmm. and it went horribly wrong. Mm -hmm. and she then, did uh, watch a woman fall off a stage. That's true. Break her spine. At least she didn't walk away, though. Like she went and husband. Right. She, I think, threw a bagel at someone at a ball game. Uh, like, pretzel. Oh, pretzel. Listen, there you go. when you act like an ass, sometimes yeah, so, you need to take a pretzel yeah. in the face. She's so, got a lot of stuff to discuss. Yeah. Then from once we get Kelly on, then I think you got to go Patrick Mahomes' fiance. Yes. Oh, Brittany. She, Is that she's a train wreck? Her courtside legit. Yeah. But they've, they've patched up because they just had the Bachelor and Bachelor up. No, but I'm, I'm, the, the picture with her eyes all weirded out. Is that yeah. a legit picture? So got Adam Gase's daughter, is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. That's real? <laughs> yeah, it's real. Oof. Yeah. I Are you double dipping in Indy? Are you doing the game and the show or no? I don't know. Because of the Ethernet still? Yes. Freaking Ethernet. I'm not sure. I it is to hard them. to believe that. A, I'm not saying you're lying. They, no, they all. They, it's amazing they've that all hotels today would not have hardwired Ethernet in every room. Yeah, they or used to. Or at least in a business office. In a lot of cases, if you look, their ports are there. They're they're deactivated, all and right. they want to charge you a fee to activate them. Be great if Jerry was broadcasting from the business office. <laughs> People coming, coming to in, live <laughs> printing the out their, their boarding passes. <laughs> I would love to do it from the arena. That yeah. would be a great backdrop. But I don't know that that's possible either. Well, it's probably not open at six in the morning. Either. Well, someone's there. Is there a time change in Indy? No, no. And some, but the, the, there's maintenance people there. It's not like the arena is, you know, completely on lockdown. Can you do me a solid and just? Uh, there's an issue that came up when I came in to bring Boomer that uh, Pro Bowl jersey. Yeah. Uh, that a lot of people still believe in, including my partner, my current partner. That won't last. Um, <laughs> Evan Roberts. Um, <laughs> The thought was that you were eager to get me out. That you got to a point where yeah, you were not done. Because of, no, 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 time out. To, I, Craig, enough, get out. Not I'm like, I didn't no, feel that way. That's right. No. He was an ass for that because he was dead wrong. I thought so. It was a quarter after nine. We hadn't taken a break yet, and we hadn't played the last break of the 8 o'clock hour. Got it. Okay. Right. We, were we were so right. far we were behind. The 8 o'clock hour. So it was like old times. Like old Eddie's, times. In my, Eddie's in my ear. He goes, do we take breaks anymore? I'm like, what do you want me to do? Yeah. Like, this, these two are Fair like, enough. you know, going to kiss yes. and make up. I'm like, I'm just in the way here. So, yes, I was looking to go to Bree. You didn't have to leave. We needed a break. No, I got you. Do you think Boomer actually took the jersey home and gave it to Gunner? Yes. You do? Okay. I do not. I don't know. I was. I'm. I'm actually looking on the floor here. <laughs> no, no. He took it out of here that day. Here. He walked out of here with he it. Did. All right. Good. I good. think he did because he had an answer right away what he was going to do with it. Well, but at first it's like he didn't want it. Then it was. Oh, I'll give it a gunner. Right. Fair enough. But he didn't he did. want it. I think because you were so proud to have had it <laughs> and got that it sounds from about him. Right. That's Maybe he was so surprised it. that I really am doing the right thing all the time now. Maybe there's just a shock to it his system. Very. Yeah. 
He was yeah. not prepared for that. Yeah. Could be the case. So, All right. Well, listen. Sorry to... Well, we're done. We're good. Uh, yeah, 10.34. Time to go home. Time to go home. Oh, right, congratulations. I heard you uh, signed a two-year contract. I did. To stay here. You getting paid for the warm-up show in that contract? Specifically? Yeah. No. What are you doing? Uh, no, no. I'm sure it's part of an overall paid. deal. Yeah, but part of it is we're going to give you a couple extra. One second. We're going to give you a couple extra bucks for that also. <laughs> you're sitting there. That's your partner. He's getting scratched. You're not. But not I really. never. One sec. We're almost done. I <laughs> never wanted a contract because I never wanted to, to come up where they had to review whether I should stay or not. <laughs> and I always felt like if I'm just part of the... Uh, what do you call it? The budget for next year? Like, right. I'm just always part of the budget? <laughs> right. They never have to evaluate what they're doing with me. Fair enough. Well, congratulations. Well deserved. Yeah. Thank you. You're back now. <laughs> Jerry's mm-hmm. back. All right. Let's uh, all do Sia's. You, I don't do that. You oh, Jerry, so. Warm-up show, 5 a.m. tomorrow. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The fan is on your smart speaker. To listen to the home of New York sports, just say, hey, Siri, play WFAN. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. I got lots to talk about. It's Monday, Monday, Monday morning. What is up? The Eddie Scazzeri. Hello, hello. And to my left and across from me, his name is Al Geo Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, I spoke with my mother yesterday. Hadn't talked to her. Yeah, I chat on the, the, the phone, but I hadn't actually spoke to her in a while. You've texted a, with her. You haven't I've spoke to her. I've texted with her. She's a big fan of the podcasts and all this sort of thing, no, no, Jerry. poor thing. And you'll be uh, happy to know that she said to me, she goes, um, how are you feeling? I said, oh, pretty good. She said, yeah, that, um, I listened to the podcast you did last week where... You were screaming about baseball. I was not here for that, thankfully. Right. That was last Monday, Thank I believe. God. And she goes, uh, she just goes like this to me. Worst podcast ever. <laughs> Good for her. I said, what? First of all, I don't think she knows this is actually on the radio. I think she thinks That's the whole okay. thing is a podcast. It's still a podcast. And she goes like this. Jerry wouldn't have let you get away with that. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, My mother Dukes. told me, worst podcast ever. So I'm not going to scream about baseball today, Jerry. <laughs> Go on. There's nothing to scream I want to see my mommy, there's, please. There's please. nothing going on. The two sides can't agree, and it's annoying. There's nothing going on, exactly. That's right. And there's so much other stuff happening. Yes, Jerry. This is where baseball loses. Right. You're losers because guess what? We're finding other things. Yeah, yes. No one cares right now, and that's Nobody a bad thing. Nobody cares, right. I keep seeing the seven line having to cancel yeah. outings, but other than that, we you know when you get it done, you get it done. We'll maybe talk to you then. Oh, we maybe, will. Maybe we won't. But right now, nothing. Yeah. So I guess there was a there was a, a very brief meeting yesterday, right? Another one of these ninety minute jobbers, which. Well, it's weird because on Friday there was there again was optimism because listening to Carton and Roberts as I was on Friday at some point. 
They were talking about how the players were going to agree to the 14-game playoff format, which meant a lot more money for the owners, and that seemed like a concession, and they would use that to get something back. And then you're here, and they're still talking on Saturday, and then I go to Rutgers yesterday. They're meeting again, and the players are going to agree to this and that and blah, 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 blah. And then last night, we're deadlocked. Yeah, we'll see you Tuesday or Monday or whatever. And it's like, But I don't think there's anything scheduled now. Right, and they said that uh, it's Major League Baseball's time. To, they have to schedule the next meeting. Because the players made the last proposal. Oh, okay. Correct. I even like that, how there's like games played. Like the whole thing's like, stupid. We give you a proposal, so you owe us a meeting next. But this is what I said to you last week, and I will continue to say it. To me... There should be neither side saying anything except see you tomorrow. Yes. Get your asses back in the office now, Monday morning, and let's keep this going. Right. Like, why don't they, instead of saying, no, well, you have to, it's like, it's like a dating where you go, well, you have to it's ask a me out on a date. It is tit for tat, Jerry. Yeah. It's nonsense. It really is. These are adults acting like children. Which side is tit? Which side is tat? Would you say? <laughs> Based the players? I would say full tit, full tat. Full, so both of them, yes. uh, tit for tat, hundred percent, all for both both of the players and the uh, and the league or yeah. the league and I the think players. They both suck. That's what I think. They both stink. They both suck. And I think I like how like last Friday, I think it was Friday, they came out with the um, uh, w- the Major League Baseball and the Players Association have agreed that they're going to start funds for impacted workers. At yeah, the stadiums. I, uh, this actually makes me vomit, too. The beer, like someone who's pouring you the beers. Well, what are we, like, why are we announcing that? Cause to make it look like we're not terrible people. Like, Just we know, get a deal done. They may do that so they go, look, we're, you may hate us, but look how nice we're being. I mean, to the I, hot dog vendors. It is fair to say they're going all Al Dukes on us. How so? Uh, we're going to do something nice <laughs> and we want credit. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Uh, look, I'm giving minimum wage to a beer pourer, even though he or she is not pouring beers right now. Look how nice I am. Yeah, I, the whole thing is disgusting. What did you make of this? Uh, the, the news came out about a uh, a pitch clock. Good. A pitch clock. I actually yeah. like the pitch clock. I think it makes a lot of sense. You like the pitch clock. Now, I don't think it's all that necessary if they would just not allow the batters to leave the batter's box. Yeah. But the pitch clock, if that's going to get things moving, fine. The the biggest problem with baseball is not the commercials. It's not the lack of action. It's the lack of action in between pitches and how long it takes to throw the damn ball. So I like it. I think it's fine. We have a shot clock in basketball. There's all these different rules in football these days. A lot of rules. We're progressing. I like it. Let's go. And they've, you know, that pitch clock has been up in ballparks. They just don't adhere to it because it hasn't been a rule. But if you ever watch... That clock starts, and a lot of times it goes to zero. It's like, all right, we're still waiting. Like, let's go. Oh, I didn't notice. Yeah. They've yeah. Got I don't know clock. if it's in all of them, but it certainly is in many of them. So they won 14 seconds uh, with bases empty. Why not 15? I hate weird numbers. I don't know how they come to that number. I don't 14. know. And then, and then when someone is on base, you have 19 seconds. Okay. So you have additional five seconds to, to actually think things through. To glance over yeah. at that punk who's okay taking a lead that. when does the clock start when you get the ball back or when I, you get on the mound i bet when you get the ball back so as soon as the ball you hits your glove the, otherwise you can walk around the mound yeah i suppose yeah I, that makes sense to me hmm. 19 seconds a lot of time yeah i mean if you think about it 19 if you if you have a pitcher that takes 19 seconds between each pitch with a guy on first base and you go 3-2, and then the ball's put in play on pitch six. It's a minute 20 of nothing in between. I hate to throw over to first base when you don't really mean it. 
like the casual throw well, over the first. Well, you're just letting the guy know that I'm know on to there. you. I'm on to I you. I see you. Why not just look at him and go like, you put, could do your two fingers to your eyes and you then point to his eyes. Go like, I think it's more annoying you that you make him have to go back to the bag. Yeah. That's all. That's it. That's going to be the worst to be the first base umpire when someone's on base taking a big lead and they keep throwing over. Oh. Yeah. You got to like, be on it. Oh, my God. I'd be panicked that I was going to blink at the wrong time. I hear you. But one in doubt, just so. <laughs> <gonna> blink. <laughs> one in doubt, I feel like you could just go safe. Well, now with replay, you can do whatever because they can right. actually fix it. I was blinking. Go up, go up <laughs> to you the. You can't say I was. That <laughs> would be great if you called timeout. timeout. Guys, I, I was blinking. I was blinking. What, <laughs> be honest. Were you back? All right, let me ask you this. Were you back in time? Do you think at any point through the course of the history of baseball. Yeah. That umpires have got together, and one of the umpires said to the other one, I need some help because I was blinking. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't think they've said blinking. They're like, something was in my eye. So they made an I excuse away. somehow yeah, but really for not seeing the play. I'd be <laughs> I'd be over there as the first base umpire just with my eyes wide open. <laughs> You'd have two picks not in to your blink. eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Try not to blink because I don't want to miss something. Yeah, Those well, plays hopefully- are... Always so close. They are close. And it's amazing to me. And we get on umpires and officials and refs all the time. It's amazing how much they actually get right. Yeah. It really is. Because if I put any common fan on the field, they'd wet themselves. Correct. They really will. I mean, I've always said this about the NFL, the speed and the violence. And we sit there in our lounger watching it on TV, watching 17 replays. You go stand on the field. First right. of all, you missed it. try avoid getting clobbered by these guys. Be in shape and then see to see this stuff. Good luck. Right. In real time. Oh, good luck. Jerry, I see Rutgers barely won yesterday. They won. It doesn't know, matter. They barely that was won. They won. You, I remember on Friday here you were saying how uh, Penn State, not good. Penn State's been weird. And they I would beat say. them by only one well, point. Well, first of all, Penn State beat Rutgers in January. In Penn State. They did, by 15 or something. I think it was 64-49, I think was the score. So yesterday, Rutgers was up 15 in the second half. And it was one of those games that just, they were just doing what they had to do. And then Penn State made a run late and had a chance to win at the end. But they didn't. But they didn't. Rutgers won. So now Rutgers gets into the NCAA tournament? So they needed yesterday. Yeah. They needed, they're the four seed in the Big Ten tournament. Oh. They needed Michigan to win at Ohio State at 12-30. Check that happened, and then it did Illinois to beat Iowa last night, and they needed to win their own game. If all three things happen, they move from six to five to four, and they get the double bye. All three, all three things happened, so now they don't play until Friday at two. So now they play in the Big Ten tournament, and Correct. then who, then does that determine NCAA field of sixty four? No, or no, no, no. It depends. This tournament it, that has decides no. the Big Ten tournament champion. So their position in the they should be in in this field of 64 is, has nothing to do with what's coming up. Like they can help it. I don't think they can hurt it at this point. All right. I don't think, I, I don't know how they don't make the tournament. I'm picking them to win it all in my bracket. This is the thing that I, that I can't to win it all. Yeah. The tournament Rutgers. this weekend or the, no, the, the whole thing. Well, let's wait till, till Sunday NCAA. night when the bracket comes out. And then you can do that. Oh, that happens this Sunday night? Yes, the 13th. I don't want to do that thing where we put the, the bracket up behind oh, Boomer and no, Geo. That's, and that's I, big ratings. But we should get. We should make it more professional. I'm just, I have terrible handwriting, and they have me write it with a marker. You know what you need? You need the Evan Roberts MLB draft, fantasy draft. He's got the name slots yes. and the plates. Yes, that's what that's I need. That's what you need. Plates. That would be cool. But I guess CBS wouldn't know who's. Until Sunday night. Until Sunday night. That's the problem. So they can't make the plates You would up. need plates of every 
Division One basketball team. Yes. Well, we could probably know who's not in. We don't have to make those plates. Well, unless they win their conference tournament. But I want to make it look more professional this year. You could do that. Get on that. Otherwise, it just looks ugly. It looks sloppy. It looks sloppy. Yes. Because I have a sloppy handwriting. Plus, they're talking fast. You know, Boomer and Geo are picking games. Yes. And it's all blown out of the water after the first week anyway. It, by by Thursday night, it could be blown up. So so they do the... They, they um, set the bracket up Sunday night. Yeah. And then the first game is the following Thursday. Well, yeah, the playing games in Dayton on Tuesday and Wednesday. Dayton. And then... The rest of the tournament begins on Thursday and Friday with those crazy 16 games Yeah, each day. I'm going to try to get into it this year. <laughs> I say that every last year. five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> there is no chance you're going to sit around and watch basketball on that Thursday. Do they have anything like the NFL Red Zone channel for that? I don't know. Or is it indiv- I think, all individual games? I'm not sh- I, my guess is yes, but I'm not 100% sure. But every game's on. Yeah, I know that. But I, I want to be able to just... Watch like a like a Scott Hansen. Tell I don't me know. what's going on. They should. I don't know if they do or not. Eddie, do they have? Is it True TV and TBS and CBS? All those CBS. channels again, right? Oh yeah, it's on all those channels. So again. you'll have access to every game. Yeah, but I don't have the answer to that question. I don't know. I need a Red Zone channel. I, my guess is there is hosted by Andrew Catalano. Andrew, it's Andrew Catalano. Andrew Andrew Catalano. Not Catalano. I and he'll be hosting. doing a game. He's not going to Oh, he'll be... get an actual basketball yes. game. he works for CBS. He mm-hmm. will do tournament games. Oh, okay. So will Ian. Ian will be all over the place as well. So let's get Scott Hansen. He's not doing anything. He doesn't do anything between football season. Yeah. Well, he doesn't work for CBS. Oh. You could have Jared Washburn. Oh, yeah. He could do it. Or who's the other guy? No, Evan the... Washburn. Evan Washburn. Sorry, yeah, with that. the Ken doll hair. Yes. Let's have him do it. I don't know if he's talented enough to go around all these games. It's I think quick. he's probably a very good studio guy. You got to be very quick, Jerry. I'm sure he probably could do it. Let's go out to Dayton. And then bucket. And then back over. <laughs> don't you? I like when you catch the Red Zone channel guys where you know they're not, they go, let's go live. And you know they're not going live because something immediately happens. Well, a, especially a when we've seen it. Right. <laughs> That's when it's even worse. Yeah. You're They're, watching your game. Your game goes to commercial yeah. after a score. You go to red zone to see, oh, let's see what's going on. And three minutes later, they're giving you your play. Yeah, I like when they go, let's take a quick check-in with the Jaguars game. <laughs> and then it's a, an 80-yard bomb. You go, the you Jaguars-Lions. Yeah, they knew that was happening. <laughs> of course you they know. You can't fool us. They tape it to play it back. I would like to see that in action. Like how many guys, men or women, are working in the back. That, and then how many people are talking in his ear, telling oh, him to go zone? here and here. Yeah. Well, you, do you ever watch the credits at the end? No. I have a hundred people working on that. That was a lot of people. It's just like our show. <laughs> We've got a hundred people. Yeah. No, I want to watch that one day. Why doesn't anyone do a behind the scenes NFL they might have. thing? Why don't you Google it? I bet no. you someone has. I know they've written about it because they always ask if he has to go to the bathroom at all. That's yes. like all they ever want to know. Does I he got go to stuck the in that situation yesterday. You had to go to the bathroom at Rutgers? I did, and I couldn't. Number one or two? One, and I couldn't. What? Uh, I ran down at halftime, and the line, because there was it was a sellout, the line was down the hallway. You have to use the bathroom of the common yeah, people? Yeah, because from the common yeah. people. You're a broadcaster. It's the closest one. Okay. The only other thing I could do was go down to the tunnel by the locker, but to get there, it takes too long. I only had four minutes. And no one let you cut in the line? I'm not asking to cut I would walk line. in, ladies and gentlemen, I'm no. a broadcaster. <laughs> no, I'm not doing this that. This is an emergency. I went out to the to the hallway. I saw the line. I said, okay, well, we're going to have to move, tough our way through this one. So you didn't go to the bathroom at I all? I didn't. No. Wow. Until the very end. And then, of course, it was an extra long post-game show. I'm like dying. I'm like, come on, guys. Let's go. That's we bad get moving. for you. It's not good. 
Did you happen to see the Jerry head, or did it not make it? I don't. I don't. You I don't know. But I don't think so. It. I didn't. You didn't I wasn't looking it. for it though either okay. yesterday. But you would have noticed the big head of yourself Probably. in the stands when guys are shooting that way. Yes, yeah. I probably would have saw that. So another season's gone by, and you came to exactly zero games. Once again, I'm, I've offered you now every year for six years. You've come to zero games. I really did want to go to a game this year. The season went by so quickly. It's been going for six months. Went by it feels quickly. So quick. Started in November, so five months. What are now, you talking about? Is this going to change the way you drink water during games? No, no. I've never. I really haven't had that issue very often. It was more the cup of coffee. You know, here's the problem. This is where it was different. The game wasn't at seven p.m. It was noon, so I left my house at 9 a.m., cup of coffee, then started drinking water, and it was too much. And then it was, then your bladder was like, hello. Yeah, at halftime, my bladder was speaking to me. Do they have enough bathrooms there, and you, it was just a, because it was a sold-out crowd? Uh, it's a sell-out crowd, and any sporting event you go to when you get to halftime, yeah. where do people go? Bathroom. Yeah, you'd be at Madison Square Garden. Good luck getting in at halftime. They so. got waterless urinals there, or they got the full-on water? Mm, full on your uh, water. Full dividers or no? No. Yeah, a lot of times I found out. But it's not a trough either. Right. I found out from uh, bar owners that a lot that they don't put up dividers, and probably the same thing goes for these stadiums, because when your team's not doing well and people are drunk and angry and they get to the bathroom, they kick the dividers. <laughs> I, could, I could see that. <laughs> so they're like, no dividers. I could definitely see We have see dividers that. here because most likely someone's not going to kick the divider. I don't know. Have you seen yourself with the callers? <laughs> These colors suck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, quick break. 517, lots more to do. It is a very busy Monday. Boomer's back, too. So Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. So you know what that means. Court is back in session with Queens of the Court, a WNBA podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoops. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll bring you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court, free on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Stacy's mom on a Monday. What's up? Uh, I have confirmation. Boomer is back. Good to see the big fella. So he and Gio at the top of the hour. Not too bad. He's here. He's here today. Bright and early. So it's a re- regular show today. It is. And tomorrow, I think. Everyone's in there. And Wednesday. And Wednesday? No. Oh, yeah, and Wednesday. Yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, normal shows. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, yes. Then Boomer's out Thursday, Friday again. This is what I'm told. This is uh, what I'm told as well, Jim. Right on. I did see that. Uh, remember Friday we were talking about Coach K's final game at Cameron yes, Indoor Arena? I do. By the way, how do you lose that? Well, so it's, it's it's funny you say that. So a couple of things. You go into that game with all the emotion. They're number four in the country playing a North Carolina team that's unranked but really good. And you're thinking there's no – they're going to run away with this thing. And then Wisconsin yesterday had a chance to win the Big Ten regular season championship outright taking on um, a team in Nebraska, I believe. I think it's Nebraska. Yeah. Who has struggled all year but have played well the last couple of games. But they're, they've got like three wins in the conference. And Wisconsin's, you know, in the top 20. Wisconsin loses. Duke loses the other night. And then Rutgers almost lost yesterday too but wound up winning the game. It's like they're still at the end of the day 18 to 22-year-old kids. But I thought this uh, was all big thing about home field advantage, which I guess doesn't mean there anything. Is, well, I mean, Rutgers over the last two years with fans 
at uh, at Jersey Mike's Arena. I think they're thirty three and four, so there is something to it. But it's at the end of the day, you're talking about very talented kids. I don't know anything about college basketball. Shocker. But and I would never bet it because I only really bet the NFL. But I, the other day I was like, this seems like a no brainer. It's Coach K's last game at Duke. Did you bet it? No. Oh, good for you. I was like, I should just bet, even if it's. And I thought the odds would be, you know, I'd have to bet a lot of money yeah. to win a little money. I was like, I should just bet a whole lot of money. Yeah, that's I a good think, thing you didn't. Yeah, I would have been pissed. I mean, it was so bad because they they led for much of the game. They just could never pull away. And then when North Carolina took the lead late, it was like they just died, and North Carolina ran away with it the other way. And then at the end, Coach K took the mic oh. and apologized to the fans. Oh, good. I'm sorry about this afternoon. That No, please, no. Please, everyone be quiet. Let me <laughs> just say, it's unacceptable. That's pretty good right I there. I agree. That is pretty good. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope he went in and yelled at those kids. I don't think he did. He was too emotional. This was my last game. <laughs> this is the memory you kids. Here's why leave he didn't. Me with. Here's why he didn't. Here's why he didn't. They still might win the NCAA tournament. But still, we're gonna. I'm gonna remember he lost his final game. Let me ask you Cameron this: If Indoor. they win the NCAA tournament, are you gonna remember him losing at Cameron Indoor, or him cutting the nets down as he retires and walks away into the sunset after 42 years of coaching? Him cutting the nets down. I'm sorry. Exactly. I'm sorry. Yes. That's exactly what you'll remember. I wonder what that locker room was like after that. Sad. Sad, right? Has to be. You know they wanted to win for him. I guess not. Well. Seems like they didn't. Wanting to and being able to are two different things. Selfish kids. You're (laughs) not. I'd have walked in there and been, you were selfish kids. I gave my life to this sport. And you selfish kids took it away tonight. You've erased 42 years of No, they haven't my, erased anything. No. <laughs> of my career with this one loss tonight. No, they can still go win the ACC tournament. They can still go win the NCAA tournament. They got a lot more to do. I see Jerry Seinfeld was there. A fraud. He was the one about big this. celebrity that well, I saw. And uh, who's the... Oh, Terrell Jerry. Owens was also there. Oh, the comedian I told you that went to Duke. Oh, I'm blanking out on his oh, name. Oh, Ken Jong. Yes. Not only was he there, they had a dedicated camera for him. Oh, is that right? And so anytime something happened, he would turn to the camera. And what was funny was there was one shot. I don't know if you watched it. Well, I'm even <laughs> asking. Never mind. I watched Good this one, game. Jerry. I did watch the game. I watched the second half. Um, there were, At one shot, you had a long view of the court. And it kind of zoomed in a little bit. And he was behind the basket. And at one point, you can see him as plays going on. He's turning and talking into the camera and not watching the game. So it was kind of So goofy. they must have paid for his seats if they said, listen, we're going to need to put a camera Maybe. on you. I suppose. That was probably a deal he made. I guess it's possible. They had, like, dedicated. So there was also, if you went to, once again, something you didn't do, you could have gone to ACC Network. Oh. And which is owned by ESPN. So they gave you an alternate broadcast of the game, which I did watch for a little while. They had, they split the screen. Half the screen was the game. The other half was just on... Shashevsky. Oh, really? And so you could see all the facial expressions, him talking and muttering under his breath, yelling at his coaches. It was pretty good, actually. That I like. It was kind of neat. I prefer that than the, the dude in the stands. Or Seinfeld. Or Did you How see Seinfeld at all? That, yes, I did. They showed him? Ha, yeah, his Who's hat on. Uh, I think it was his wife, but I'm not sure. Um, I do find it amusing, though. That we had this conversation the other day about the money, and you asked me, would there be any celebrities that would go? And the only shill is Seinfeld, <laughs> your guy. 
the only one who went. <laughs> now Big there name. might have been others, but I didn't see them. No, I did see a list. Duke actually put out a list. The well, Duke they had Twitter. a lot of former Duke stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, they, as far as like celebrities, the only one I saw was um, Seinfeld and Terrell Owens. And Ken Jeong. And Ken Jeong. Right. Let me see Duke basketball. In terms of what? The players well, I that were to there? See, no, no. I wanted to see the other uh, oh, celebrities. Duke men's basketball. They got way too many Twitter feeds, this Duke basketball. We'll try the official one. Jerry, stretch while I look for this. Right. So Trajan Langdon was there. They talked to him. I thought it was neat. Oh, you know who else was there? It was um, Van Pelt. Scott Van Pelt? They talked to him. And it's funny. When you watch SportsCenter, you don't really get the southern twang from him. But there he was. Really? Yeah. It was interesting. Maybe his professional broadcaster voice is middle America. Well, and it's also gone when he's had a few beers. Yeah, which was weird. Like, I grew up, I loved Ozzy Osbourne. And I, he would, I would see him sing. I'd listen to his records, and I see him interviewed, and he talked with this incredible English accent. I was yeah. like, well, "Who is this guy?" Doesn't sound like the guy singing. No, the guy singing is different. All right, Jerry's uh, Tim Cook, whoever that is. Is that no the idea. Apple dude? Tim Cook I from no, Apple. I don't. I don't know. Maybe. I hate Apple. Adam Silver. Oh yeah, I see. He was he sitting was next there. to Seinfeld, I think. Oh, is that right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Celebrity Row. Yep. Todd Gurley. I didn't see him. Okay. He's a Tim Cook player. is Apple, by the way. Tim Cook is Apple. Apple guy, Jerry. Yeah, that's why I don't know. Uh, somebody named the Ninth Wonder. I don't know what that is. Okay. Uh, Ken Jeong, as you uh, mentioned. Dirk Nowitzki was there. Oh, uh, yeah, I saw Dirk, yes. Kyler Murray was there. Mm. Okay. Nick Nurse. Okay. He's an NBA player. No, 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 no. He's a coach. <laughs> coach who? The Raptors. Oh, right. NBA, though. Nailed it. And somebody <laughs> named Jock Peterson. Somebody named Jock Peterson. Who that is either. Come on, man. Who's Jock Peterson? Really? Yeah. Let me Google. All right. No, 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 no. Don't Google. I'm going to give you a guess. Jock Peterson, a Major League Baseball player, an NFL player, an auto car racer, NASCAR. Is he from the NBA, or is he an NHL front office guy? And he's from the NBA. No. Come on, Jerry. Jock Peterson used to be on the Dodgers. Oh. You really don't know that name? I don't know Jock Peterson. That's not big enough celebrity to put on the list. <laughs> what position did he play? Outfielder. Was he any good? Yes. Was he really good? He's good. Or I he mean... was just okay? <laughs> was he really good? Jerry, would you put him in this category? Good. <laughs> really good. Future Hall of Famer. No, not a future Hall of All Famer. Right, so no, 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 no. You can eliminate that one right, All right there. All right, well, then I'm, uh, I'm I, okay That surprises me, actually. Jock Peterson? Yeah, that surprises me. If you would have given me a Dodger from the 1980s, Jerry? No, I'm giving you one that's playing right now. If you were like, oh, uh, Ron Say was well, there. I don't think he's on the Dodgers anymore. He was. He's not in the longer. Like, oh, Ron, Ron Say, Say was there. Steve Sachs was at the game. Yeah, Ron Say shows up, and they, the kids say, who are you, old man? That's what they say. Fernando Valenzuela made it to the Duke game. These are people I'm familiar with, Jerry. <laughs> You're such an idiot. <laughs> trying desperately to think of any other. How do I? I, I really. Du, if Dusty Baker showed up, Jerry. There you go. He'd be my guy. My goodness. I did see the Nets lost, and now they're under 500. Yes, they are. How are they? How could you be a playoff team? Well, they won't Ooh. be when the season's over. They won't be under 500. That's what you think. No, they won't. They're pretty far along in the season, aren't they? We're they more are. than they halfway got, through. Uh, what, they got 19 games left, something like that? 19 games 17 left? games yeah. left? 17. How That'd do you okay. know they're not going to be under 500? Because they're going to win in Charlotte tomorrow and be right back at 500. At 500. Yes. Well, they got to go And win then big game, game against Philly. Oh, is that right? On the 10th. 
We're getting there. March 10th? I think so, yeah. I think it's March 10th, which is what, Wednesday? Is Thursday? Ben Simmons, he's just Something not like playing this year? Like, what's going on? He'll be. I think you'll see him in the next couple of weeks. Soon. 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 Playoff push. Yes. Exactly right. I think you're going to end up with, this will be interesting, and I got to check the Western standings. I think you're going to end up with a situation where you're going to have the Nets in the play-in scenario and the Lakers in the play-in scenario. And they're like a handful of games under 500 themselves. So, And LeBron went for 50-something. You see that the other day? He becomes the first that. player under 21 and over 35 to have a 50-point game. Now, was that the game Matthew Stafford was sitting courtside? Cause he, I don't know the answer he, to that. He said he needed to. It, it was. He said he saw Matt Stafford courtside and knew he needed to put on a performance. There you go. And I Kelly say, Stafford, by the way, will be on WAG Wednesday next week. She is? Yes, she is. She's been booked. Now, that's a WAG Wednesday guest. Now, that you're interested in. That that I think we could have got her on. That is a name, at least. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And also, she had the story about her boobs that I read Friday. Yeah. Which they botched in the afternoon, but, I mean, details. They screwed up the story? Yes. All right! <laughs> You're a diehard Lions You're fan. You're a diehard <laughs> Lions fan. Yeah. But, yeah, right, so well, she'll be on, though. That's kind of coming cool. Wednesday? No. Oh, the following. I think, I think next Wednesday, Wednesday okay. I think. Does this one that does it sound like it's confirmed or yes. not confirmed? No, and it makes sense to me because she's doing this podcast every week. Yeah. So her husband just won the Super Bowl. Why not? Why not? And I think Tom, although I don't think they were giving him any credit for this, yeah. I think Tommy did book it. Well, good for him. That's yes. a good for you, Tommy. That's segment. a good get. That is a good get. That's a good get. That's a good one. That's one we don't have to Here look you. up. Yeah, I don't know if this is not. That's a, a guy who won a Super Bowl. His wife. She's famous for doing. You know, throwing pretzels at people yeah. at games when she's ticked off. Something like that. Are you impressed because you mentioned the Nets? Are you impressed yeah. that Evan took his son to Boston yesterday for the game? Is that right? Yeah. I did not know that. How old is his son now? Do you know? 17. Wow. No, I don't know. He might so be like fast. three or four or five. Yeah. I'm really not sure. They drove up to Boston, went to the game, and drove back down? I think so. That's a brutal drive. You know what Evan did once? This, I mean, this is actually stupid but admirable at the same time. Evan drove up to Toronto for a Nets-Raptors playoff game, turned around and came back, <laughs> and was on the air the next. It was I want to say it was a 3 p.m. game in Toronto on a Sunday. Playoff game. Might have even been a conference finals. I don't remember, but it was whatever. It was Nets-Raptors playoffs. Sunday afternoon at 3 p.m., drove up and then drove right back and was on the air at 10 a.m. with Joe the next morning. Unbelievable. Yes. That's a bit much. And he stopped by a president's boyhood home on the way back. <laughs> he might have. You don't know. No, I don't know. It's if very, there was, very possible. If there was one on the way down. I'm sure someone was born in Massachusetts. Yes. There's no question. So, oh. yeah, he did that once. Pretty crazy. So, yesterday a little bit easier. Just Boston, and he doesn't go on until 2 o'clock. So, he's good. Yeah, that's not terrible. That is not awful. All but right, quick lost. break. They lost. Yes, they did. 535. 535. Uh, we go to 6, and then Boomer and Geo on the fan. They'll go away. We all know baseball is a long season. I'm Brett Boone from the Brett Boone Podcast. This summer, take a trip down memory lane with me and hear from the legends of the game. So far this year, I've had conversations with Randy Johnson, Pete Rose, Deion Sanders. Plus, every week we look at the state of Major League Baseball, which teams are exceeding expectations, which ones are struggling to meet them. Follow and listen to the Brett Boone Podcast on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, coming about a quarter to six, 
still a lot to do because it's Monday and there was so much that happened over the weekend. Now, what else you got? The biggest sports story that happened over the weekend is Robert Kraft got engaged. I saw this. Now, this woman's a doctor, I believe. Yeah, she has doctor in front of her name. MD. MD. How about that? Yeah. What are we missing here? Well, let's see. They met a few years ago. Uh, in 2019, they started dating. Okay. She was 45. So do the math. She's 46, 47, 48. Mm-hmm. He was... He's 81 uh, now. Seven, he's 81. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, like, good for you. Like, hmm. So they I were understand. dating when he went to that uh, massage party. Apparently. Well, listen. Where's my pills? <gasps> this is what Love is Blind, I guess. That's, yeah. that's a show. Mm-hmm. And I guess... You want what you want. Yes. But well, but I don't know that that's the case. Yeah, she's a doctor. She's, she's made money, not billions like him. But even like Catherine McVie. Right. What's your long-term vision? She's with, <laughs> she's with David Foster, the record producer. Who's in good shape, so don't misunderstand fella. me. But he's not a young man. Yeah. So you're signing up for a brief... Love affair. Very I good. need to go to the bathroom. And marriage. Help him to the bathroom. That physically, according to the realities of life, mm-hmm. and statistically, it's not going to be great. I can't see a thing without my glasses. In this case, Robert Kraft is 81. He is 81, right. Are you hoping he's going to live to 120? Uh, well, listen. Let listen. me get my wheelchair. Well, like when he Help goes till out. death do us part, does she say... Hopefully within a couple of years. Yeah. I mean, really? <laughs> Till death to his part, yes. It's uh, just it's, uh, knocking on the door right now. I would, you know. Dr. Death here. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, did, <laughs> I don't think that's how he sounds. Well, I hope not. Dr. Death here. Oh, Hello. Dr. Death. <laughs> I think that's more the case. Well. You, you sounded like a lovely person. Good for you to Robert <laughs> Kraft and his yeah, lovely I wife. I mean, good for them if they're happy. Dana just, Bloomberg, Dr. Dana Bloomberg. I would just like to get MD. into the mind of someone that's yeah. older guy who's still cool. Right. Older guy who's still cool. So, I mean, clearly he's sexually active. Sure is. I would think. Mm-hmm. At 81. Yes, he is. And hey, good for you. Hey, good for you. Old like, skin is not as uh, elastic as younger skin. Nope. Like, let's put it this way if they make it 10 years. Be ninety-one, right? I think they got ten years. That's oh, nice, though. Yeah, listen, that's, that's good. Long. That's enough. Yeah, it's longer than a lot of marriages don't last ten years. Good, that's probably so. True. That would be uh, good for you. Or go for All ten right. years. Older, cool guys like me. <laughs> Look at it this way: she could have married you and had another forty years. Another forty, yeah. Because I'm, I'm, I'm very. Did you see the stud who moved into the uh, fifty-five and over community? How <laughs> <Al> used. <laughs> Jerry, a 341-pound defensive tackle by the name of Jordan Davis. Not the country artist that Gio loves. Oh, not that one. This is a uh, 341-pound defensive tackle. He's from, uh, I forget where he's from. I wrote down his school, too. I think he was at Baylor, maybe? I don't know. (laughs) Whatever. Whatever, Jerry. That's not important. The important thing, Georgia, he had the fastest uh, 40 time, faster than Mr. Patrick Mahomes. How about that? Now, this guy is a defensive tackle. He's faster than Patrick Mahomes. An AFC West team has to grab this guy. You would think. I don't care what his skill is. Uh, You're right. He is fast. Go offset Mahomes. Oh, man, I'd love to see him on the Chargers. Now, again, be a ref. 
You're talking about a guy that's 340 pounds that can blow by you in a blink. Yes. Yeah. Because we think of Patrick Mahomes as super fast. Yes, we do. Super quick. Super quick. Yeah. We're running around back there. I don't think a guy like Patrick Mahomes is running all out. What do you mean? Like, I don't think he's at the combine going 100% on the wind sprint. Oh, really? No. You don't think he, he wants to have an impressive number? No, I think it's all about his arm strength. Hmm. That's what I think. And this combine's stupid, by the way. This whole thing is ridiculous. What? It is such a waste of time. Jerry, just watch the 341-pound man run a 40-yard a dash. Yes, and you know what that will mean really in terms fast. of translating to the NFL game? Nothing. It might not mean anything. If he he's can't gonna, tackle. He's going to change the game. Maybe. He might, and he might not be anything. Remember Tony Mandrich back in the day? Oh, yes. How'd that work out? Not great. Remember him? All oh, the bench press. Yeah. I'm strong. He's going to be able to manhandle the guys up front. No. I mean, he was okay. He was drafted by the Packers, right? Yeah. And he was all right. He was but all right. But he wasn't, you know, you thought you were getting someone that was going to be there for 15 years and was going to be a Hall of Famer, and he wasn't. He disappointed us. Brian Bosworth. Disappointment. Yeah. I mean, these combine. Who was that other quarterback that the uh, that the guy uh, tried to grow up and make his uh, his son a quarterback? The guy from the Raiders. Yeah, um, Mandrich. No, 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 no. Marinovich. Oh, Todd Marinovich. Todd Marinovich. And they had that ESPN documentary yeah. on him. Really painted his dad in a bad light. Yes. Really bad. His dad wanted yeah. an NFL quarterback. Yeah. Really I, pushed him too far. I could see myself doing that if I had kids. Listen, son. You're going to need to be the quarterback. Of this the is family. how you're going to spend every afternoon doing nothing. Yeah. Sit there and shut up. <laughs> we're going to throw footballs through a tire. And, and then what? Then we're going to eat chicken. You don't have the first clue of what to do, do you? Just throw footballs through a tire. <laughs> All day. All day. And just back them up a little bit. Until your arm falls off. And then as he gets really good, I start swinging the tire. There, there you, you know go. You what I'm saying, Jerry? Hit a moving target. Now he's got to throw the ball through the tire. And then uh, for the remaining six hours of the day, what? <laughs> then what? Speaking of which, a similar thing here about family and stuff, uh, Discovery Plus, which I love, uh, has a new documentary series out. has nothing new with people getting murdered, Jerry, lest you think that's all I watch. This one is called Legacy in the Shadow of Greatness. It's going to uh, document uh, children of famous athletes. That's cool. And show how they deal with the fame of their parents Right. Being great athletes when they're trying to be an athlete. Sure. And you got it right now going on with Bronny James, who's going to be playing in the NBA soon. Right. That's, you know, those are interesting stories to tell because of the expectations that have been put on these kids just because of what their parents have done. Now, the first three that they're going to profile is Dwayne Wade's kid. Okay. Evander Holyfield's kid. All right. And Randall Cunningham's kid. Hmm. Which of those is the best Why's athlete? Dwayne, I thought Dwayne Wade's kid was a transgender. No. Um, perhaps he has. Well, he's probably he's more than one child. Multiple children. Yeah. Uh, Vander Holyfield, Randall Cunningham. Which of those three do you think it'd be most difficult to be the Dwayne Wade? Because he's the best out of that. Yeah, I, I mean, well, or most recent. Vander Holyfield had a great career too, and Randall Cunningham had a great career. Right, but I feel but, like some distance has been put between those years. Yeah, they're older, and Wade won a lot in Miami and is like revered down there. So I think Wade for that reason. Holyfield for his sport, phenomenal. And Randall Cunningham, phenomenal. But I think Wade, that would be my guess. Would you yeah, agree? I would agree. Doesn't Randy Moss have a kid who's doing very well? She's yeah. a soccer star now. He's also Doesn't he also have a son that plays in the NFL? He does? Doesn't Randy Moss have a son? Or maybe in college. I'm sorry. Maybe in, in college. college. Maybe in college. Yeah. But I his mean, daughter. Oh, no. No, who I'm thinking of. I don't know. I'm not thinking of Randy Moss. I'm thinking of um, Dennis Rodman. 
Oh, okay. His daughter is got signed to some pro uh, soccer team. All right. And she, good for her. That guy was a nut, probably. He was a, a nut. He like turned she, into a nut. She not only dealt with the fame of yeah. a famous father, but a nut. You know, it's interesting though. It's a little different in that case because while. Her father was tremendous. He was. On the floor, he was a great player, defensive player, rebounder, all that. A little wacky off the floor, as we know. She's also not his son. Correct. And she doesn't, she's not playing basketball. Right. So while you can be compared, I guess, successfully or not in terms of your athletic endeavors, you're still playing a different sport. That's true. So I don't know that that would be the same. But growing up with him as your father and the nuttiness that surrounded him, I still think very difficult. Yeah. For sure. What'd you make of this uh, happening over the weekend? Brian Greasy coming out of the booth, Jerry, the booth where where people Troy are Aikman's getting entering. where people are getting paid multi millions. He's leaving the booth to go become the 49ers quarterback coach. Maybe, well, first of all, maybe he sees the handwriting on the wall that he's not going to be in the booth. Oh. And it's a good job. Going I would to love San to be Francisco, cool. why not? Do you think if you're the quarterbacks coach, now we talk about head coaches and like why guys would want to go into broadcasting because of the yeah. how much time you have to devote to being a head coach. Do you think being a quarterback coach is a lot more free time or is he really locked in nonstop? No, I think he's locked in. Really? Yeah. No, you're locked in. These guys work their ass off. I I know you think it's a Beautiful job to have because you don't have to do much. Yeah. Because you're only dealing with three or four guys in the room. Yes. Is a lot of work to be done. Well, I think quarterback, there's a lot going on with quarterback. There is a lot going on. And quarterback's coach is the he's the front of it. But like linebackers coach? No, you know there's what? a there's still a lot of work. How about to this do. one? Tight ends coach. Oh, Jesus. Come on, Jerry. I'm telling you, they're still working round the clock. They are. I don't know about round the they're clock. They're working round the clock. Quarterback coach, yes. Defensive coordinator, offense so now coordinator. Now you're ripping the tight ends coach. coaches? Yeah. Okay. By the way, real quick, Jock Peterson was with the Braves. I knew he wasn't with the Dodgers anymore. Braves. I forgot about that. And Jerry Seinfeld's daughter apparently goes to Duke, so not as bad. And then somebody told me uh, Ninth Wonder is a hip-hop producer from North Carolina. Very nice. Well, good for him. He's from the group Little Brother. We got to take a quick break. When we come back, I'll save the biggest story of the morning oh, for you. Jerry. That comes next, and then Boomer and Gio at the top. Right now on Odyssey Sports Minute, Amy Lawrence on Lamar Jackson. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Right, we got a couple more minutes till we get to the top of the hour. Yesterday, or rather last night, not that long ago, the Knicks won and should have won the other night too, by the way, but they blew it. Uh, Nets lost, Rutgers won. You got that. You got the Rangers won and the Devils won and the Islanders played tonight with us. And much like there's been no movement, Jerry, in the baseball situation, also no movement in the Aaron Rodgers situation. He remains, Jerry, Torn. Yeah, well, he'll be being in Green Bay. He's fine. You think so? I do. Yeah. They say the other teams, the it's down to Broncos, Titans, Steelers, or okay. the Packers, or the Packers. How about Green Bay? Who would you take out of if you couldn't do the steel? If you couldn't do the Packers, Jerry, and you oh, had my to teams go again? Broncos. Oh, Pittsburgh. Titans. Titans. Steelers. Steelers. Yeah, I would pick Steelers. Historic too. franchise. Would you take Steelers over Packers? I might. Um, no. Really? I wouldn't. I would stay in Green Bay. I would. 
You still got Devontae Adams there. It feels... They win 12 games a year, 13 it, games a year. It feels uh, not very dramatic if he stays with Green Bay. All this no, stuff was for nothing. It, it, it's dramatic if you're a Packer fan. It is. Right now they're on their edge of the seat waiting to see what the hell they're going to be doing next year. Didn't he say he was trying to get it, he wanted to get it done so he wouldn't affect Devontae yes, Adams? Yes, that's the idea. He still has about a week to go before that, I think. He's got a week? Yeah. I what happens first, Jerry? I think, is when all that starts. Oh, how about this, Jerry? And yeah, What happens first? We figure out where Aaron Rodgers is going. He tells us. Yeah. Like, it's facts. Yeah, I got you. He's going to announce it on the McAfee show. Let's be honest. Or baseball strikes a deal. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. Really? Yeah. Because he only has a week. Yes. And you think the baseball thing goes beyond I do. I do. And I think the Cowboys are going to release Amari Cooper. Maybe the Jets want him. Who knows? That's a money situation only, though, right, It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. And we knew this was coming. Wow. Boomer might break his shoulder. Boomer, he's very frail. I'm very frail. I'm eating no carbs. <laughs> <laughs> that just started. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Not like you're a week into this thing. I mean, my God. You make it seem like you've been on a no-carb diet for the last month. It's five hours. I need my oatmeal, Jerry. <laughs> There's carbs in oatmeal. WFAN and WFAN-FM and HD1, New York. An Odyssey station.